0: Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, it's time for a Gerard Butler action movie. We haven't done one of these yet, and we talk about that in the episode, Uh, but we are talking about Plane, the new one from Gerard Butler where he's on a plane and it crashes and he has to save everyone on the plane. And he has to get back to the plane, and he has to get the plane to fly back to safety. It's exactly what you're expecting it to be, but it's a good time. And joining me to talk about it is Chad Clinton Freeman, friend of the show. He's back. Uh, One of these days we're going to release that Black Adam episode that we recorded. It's on the Patreon, by the way, the produced by David Rosen Patreon, where we post bonus and advance content for piecing it together, awesome movie year, and my music career, and apparently the Black Adam episode, which... I have no idea when to schedule for the main Piecing It Together feed, but it'll come out one day. But regardless, it's always fun to have chat on the show. Uh, yes, yeah, so we've got the Plane episode coming up here in a second. Before we get to the conversation, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you are subscribed to Piecing It Together, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And if you like the show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, Spotify, wherever there's a five-star button. We'd appreciate it if you dropped those ratings. You could also follow us on social media at Piecing Pod and join the Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. So, with that said, let's talk about Plane. Chad Clinton Freeman's with us. We're going to talk about Plane. Chad, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. I'm excited to be here. Gerard Butler movie. Yes. Yeah. I, I like Chad always names himself in these uh the the recording sessions that we do, and he's Gerard Butler's butler's Butler yes um i which <laughs> I'm assuming has to do with uh the plain title of this movie plane that we're, <laughs> that we're talking about here, but uh. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I was thinking about it before we did this, Um, you know, not counting Cop Shop, which is uh, more of a Carnahan movie than it is a butler movie. Right. Um, I feel like this is the first, like, just straight up, like, oh, I'm going to see a butler movie uh, that we've done on the podcast, like in 300, which you and I did as a, a, a Missing Pieces. That also, you know, that's its own thing, too, but... You know, uh, Gerard Butler's kind of become a thing of his own lately. Like, as an action star, like like a Liam Neeson, like a Bruce Willis or somebody. Like, he he is his own action star with movies that you totally can identify just from his face and his name. And you don't always necessarily even know what his character's name is. It's just like, oh, I'm just getting a straightforward action movie. And this feels like it fits right in.
1: Right. It's, you know, a Gerard Butler movie with him playing that Gerard Butler character uh, doesn't matter. Th- yes. Throw him in a scenario. No, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Because three hundred, of course, is Zack Snyder movie, and uh, yes. like you said, with the cop shop. But yeah, no, uh, he he's definitely uh, came into his own as far as being a action star. And then not only that, um, for me, he's a he's a draw no matter what he's in. I mean, uh, he he is just like churning out these uh for me fun movies you know we had greenland just a couple of years ago uh i mean last year last seen alive was uh not as uh good as i was hoping for uh but other Mm. than that uh he's he's had pretty well a a good string of hits i i like the the angel movies uh the they seem to get better with each one um, I believe we should be having another one of those coming, but uh, yeah, no. Um, you gave a couple of good comparisons, but for him, he he's more of a, a Nick Cage or a Tom Cruise for me. He's he's that big of a mm. draw. He is a movie star. Yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> well, he certainly has charisma. I'll, I'll give yes. him that. And uh, you know, and and I do I do generally like his movies i I don't think i've loved any of them like the has fallen movies or or any of that like i haven't loved any of them but they're all like solid fun action movies and uh this one's no different like i I had a good time with it even if i didn't love it um and you know there's plenty of there's plenty of fun moments and like i said on letterboxd like You know, people in the audience cheered during you know the big win at the end, and like that's that's enough for me. Uh, That you know, it's it's a good enough movie there. So Uh, we'll get into more about what works and doesn't here, but uh, (laughs) let's start jumping into puzzle pieces. What do you have for your first piece?
1: My first piece, um, I'm gonna go with. um, It's actually not a movie. This is kind of a fun piece um Mm. just something as i was watching that i was reminded of that i hadn't thought of in a while it was actually and i tried to look up online to find more specifics on this but back when i was a kid this was early 80s um i was probably around eight or seven at the fair there was this ride that was like as far as I remember, one of the first flight simulators. It um, was this ride. It looked like a space shuttle. And lots of people could get on board. Of course, I was like, like I said, like seven years old. So who knows? It may have been just 14 people like on this movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> but, but basically, you know, it was a, a, a ride to where there was like a movie projecting at the front. Uh, it was like, you're on an airplane and, you know, you take off, everything's going fine. And then all of a sudden something happens. And, uh, this was my first memory of learning the, the phrase mayday because, uh, mm. <laughs> basically <laughs> this is, uh, not a, not a happy flight simulator ride. Uh, it is, it ends oh, with sorry. a crash landing. Uh, and, um, I, to me as a kid it was just like so much fun and like i said it was the first i, I remember asking my dad what does mayday mean exactly and uh i remember in this movie gerard butler uh, of course you know does the mayday during the 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 big uh scene with the uh the storm and the the you know everything on the engine uh you know the plane all shuts down they're going to go down mayday 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 it just brought back those memories of that so I was, again, was trying to find out exactly what this ride was called specifically. Everything focuses on the Gravitron, which it was not the Gravitron. It was before that, which that came out about 1983. So that's where I came up with that. It must have been like 81, 82. I just don't know what it was called. But it was a flight simulator that looked like the space shuttle so
0: <laughs> man I that that sounds awesome it was like that, that sounds great like I I just went to Universal last year and like I don't like those motion simulator rides like that those are some of my favorite ones and that just being in a plane crash like that uh I mean that would certainly stay with you for the ride home too like, <laughs> something you're not gonna forget well like, and I, and I like the
1: figures that maybe they did away with that all too, because a lot of the flight simulators, since then they don't have that same impact that this one did again this one was like a like you were actually in a plane and you know and it moved like you were actually crashing and the the visuals were there and everything and I I don't I don't I think that's kind of they moved away from that or distanced themselves from that maybe NASA sued them I don't know (laughs) but
0: uh, I like that there's a there's a small chance here that this is just like a nightmare you had (laughs) and like this didn't actually happen (laughs) (laughs) and We're using one of Chad's dreams for a. uh, I I am I am hundred percent sure that this did happen. I okay. (laughs) I should see.
1: I should have I should have verified with my brother, but I didn't. Uh, But yeah, no. um, This was one of uh, early memories of of going to the uh, state fair uh, in Texas. Uh, So this would have been the state fair in Texas in Beaumont, and uh, I guarantee you this was an actual ride at one point. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Well I'm gonna go with a couple of real movies that uh actually happen. Uh yeah, my first yeah, let's do that for the first for my first puzzle piece. Uh both with plane crashes and pilots saving us from plane crashes, Sully and Flight with Tom Hanks and Denzel Washington. Yes. Uh two different versions of that, both both good in their own ways. And uh, you know, just these pilots who are uh you know in a way they're they're like heroes you know like they they're saving a uh a, this big giant plane full of people although like you already pointed out it is funny that this plane has like 14 people on board right. which i don't i don't remember the last time i've been on a plane that wasn't completely full but, uh, <laughs> right that's another story but yeah they, they, these these guys are they're just like fully in control and they know it's always funny when you're watching these kinds of movies these like uh plane based movies there's like a thousand buttons and they know exactly what to push and what to pull and what to turn in order to save the day even when the computers are all down and everything so uh shout out to those guys and uh shout out to those two movies because they're uh, both really good
1: so i i had never seen either one of those actually um okay and i love denzel so actually i was going to go to bed early last night i ended up watching flight last night so <laughs> nice it, it was a movie that i had started watching at one point but never did finish but yeah no the uh the the that that movie it's essentially two movies a lot of times these movies with these flights are are are, are two movies where you've got the event that happened and then you've got like the investigation or yeah. the changing of that character because of that incident. Um, sure. And uh, yeah, no, no flight um, is uh very intense with him inverting the plane and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course he's, he's drunk and high on cocaine and doing, <laughs> <Yeah>. and uh... <laughs> I don't know if, uh, it, like you said, you said, uh, shout out to these uh, guys that actually uh, uh, fly these planes and and know what buttons to push. But uh, in watching these movies, I I don't know if this makes me want to fly more or fly less, uh, especially <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially if they, if he has to be you know drunk and high in order to uh, to pull off the landing. But
0: <laughs> yeah, but
1: but yeah, no. Um, the moment in um plane where we have this, uh, failure and the, the plane goes down. Um, there, there is a, a pretty exciting, um, event there, but it does feel like that it's kind of a simulation, which is why it really brought to mind my first piece. Whereas flight, it, it does honestly seem more real, um, as far as the uh, special effects and everything. Um, but, uh, Definitely a uh, great movie. Uh, even though Flight uh, turns kind of into a, um, it's like courtroom drama <laughs> and all that yeah. stuff. Like, uh, it, yeah. and I couldn't figure out if it was an anti-alcohol movie or if it was a pro-cocaine movie, or or maybe both. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, maybe a little, of both. but yeah, no. Yeah. And John John Goodman's great in there with the, the the two scenes that he pops up in as the drug uh, oh, dealer. Yeah
0: but uh (laughs) nice yeah i forgot i actually forgot about that that's great yeah he is great
1: yeah no but uh those two movies though one one's called flight one's called sully this one's called plane there's a theme there Mm -hmm. with badly named movies uh about airplanes and uh yes people that you know crash land them (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's absolutely right yeah very simplistic naming structure for any movie about planes right. but i i don't know why that is exactly but uh i guess they figure uh planes are enough of a spectacle right. We don't need big names so yeah one
1: uh one review i did see about a uh, plane said man sully he 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 didn't know what he was doing he he just you know dumped them into the water this guy, he finds an island <laughs> for them to land on. I thought that was great. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, this guy knows what he's doing. This guy's a real hero. <laughs> so I, I'll go to another uh, plainly named uh, movie about airplanes. Mm. Uh, and that's the, the movie Airport 1975, which I actually nice. also watched last night. Um, that's a movie, funnyly funny that... Um, I had never seen either um it's you know charlton heston it's uh karen allen linda blair uh, great cast and it's about an airplane i don't know what it's called airport uh <laughs> where yeah <laughs> where where uh this disaster happens and it knocks out the uh pilots and then a flight attendant has to take over uh, flying the plane, um, her, her boyfriend is a pilot, uh, Charlton Heston, and so Karen Allen has to, uh, basically take instruction from him from afar, and then, uh, he ends up, uh, basically (laughs) there's a hole torn into the side of the airplane, he ends up getting, like, helicoptered, into that hole so he can land the plane, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, ridiculous. but at the same time, a, a fantastic movie. Uh, very very much one of those uh, movies though, where the entire film is actually in the plane, except for the interactions, uh, you know, between her on the plane and those on the ground, uh, and then a little bit of them getting together the rescue plan of what they're going to do. Yeah. Pretty, pretty great as far as a airplane disaster. Uh, but this one is like a packed airplane full of everyone, including, you know, nuns and, uh, uh a lady that yeah. snuck in her dog and, uh, uh, Linda Blair's character, uh, needs like a kidney transplant. And, uh, she had to be brought in by, um, ambulance and uh there's just all of these little stories including one guy who's a like a background actor and they're showing american graffiti and evidently he was a background actor in this uh movie with the film breaks but uh you know it it gets more into (laughs) some of the characters uh than Plain does uh but i i thought it was funny that these people they're they're like seem to be a lot more appreciative when uh, somebody does something right than the people were in plane, And then also the people in plane, um, very, very entitled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they all suck. Every last yeah. one of them. No, it's a good representation,
1: yeah. though, I think, of uh, people in general <laughs> these days. Very entitled <laughs> yeah. and uh, not appreciative at all. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. what – you landed us on an island? How dare you? Uh I mean it is yeah. like you
0: got your life saved? I mean <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, uh yeah. Yeah. It's 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 definitely a choice for them to uh to make all of the people on the plane so unappreciative and such kind of dicks, like for the most part. But uh I, I guess that kind of uh leads into where things head where they all get kidnapped and so you know what for my next puzzle piece i'm gonna go rambo first blood part two you know once once everybody is captured by the the cartoonishly evil foreign bad guys you know uh john plane has to go into the camp and break them all out uh and you know it kind of like becomes a totally different kind of movie you said that earlier about like with flight how it kind of becomes a different kind of movie now it becomes a uh you know uh, everybody with machine guns right. and and fighting right. fighting against the the drug lords or whatever on the uh on the island and uh it's really funny too because like once they once they go into the camp to uh to try to save uh, all of the passengers like it's the easiest breakout sequence maybe ever filmed like it's all of like two minutes and they've gotten the entire group out um and <laughs> they just have to wait for a silent moment so they can all sneak away but uh it's it's really funny how that whole scene kind of plays out so quickly and they spend so much more time on everything else and all the shooting but uh yeah a lot of rambo in there i think um once they get into the jungle
1: uh yeah definitely um you know i very much uh did the same thing in watching this it just reminded me of uh the eighties action movies. Um, I specifically couldn't pinpoint uh, which Rambo it was. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, it kind a little too, a little, kind of, three. kind of, kind of, kind of Rambo ish. Uh, now the thing that I, I did appreciate about it though, was that as big a character uh, Gerard Butler is playing, he, he still is basically just the pilot. I mean, he, he does, uh, essentially get them broke out, but he's not necessarily the man with the gun. Uh, you know, he's, he's, he's not, um, like Rambo per se. He's, he's not just mm-hmm. with a, with a machine gun, gunning people down, saving the day in that way. He d- there is that great fight sequence. Um, you know, with, uh, he gets attacked. He's trying to, to use the phone. Uh, and in is up right, destroying right. the phone by bashing the guy over the head with <laughs> um sure. that 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 was all done like one take too which i thought was really great the uh, that that fight yeah. scene there but i mean other than that uh it it, it it's more grounded than say a, a a rambo movie or my next puzzle piece which is missing mm. in action uh chuck norris okay. which um i'm not even sure I think they were at the same time. I think uh, the the Rambo and the missing in action, they kind of probably fed into each other. Of course, there were three of the missing yeah. action movies. Um, I actually rewatched these uh, <laughs> because I had thought uh, of, uh, you know, these 80s uh, movies where there's this one guy who goes in to save the day. And um, yeah, missing in action one and three. Um, are the ones that uh, really has the similarities with this guy going in by himself to save the people that you know are locked up and then um even in 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 part three, he actually flies a plane out of the situation so um okay. yeah it, in in part three it's actually like a uh, orphanage that uh, he ends up saving and uh gets them all on a plane and <laughs> They get out of there
0: but uh yeah See, saving orphanages is a thing that just doesn't happen in <laughs> movies anymore i feel like it used to happen all the time
1: <laughs> yeah no you're right i mean that's that's the thing is that maybe in plane because you know there are only 14 people in the plane maybe maybe there was a you know some kids being held hostage that he could have saved too and brought with him uh yeah yeah Yeah. um uh, what the not or not necessarily an orphanage but uh when you said that i just thought of the mad max uh which one is it is it thunderdome
0: when he saves the kids is that the one? I don't remember. I um, haven't seen the the uh, original Mad Max movie since like high school. I don't remember which is which. I, I don't know. I can't remember exactly. But yeah, no,
1: the same okay. sort of ending where he saves the uh, all the kids on the plane or whatever, and they
0: get out of. there. If I could, a quick tangent uh, before moving on to my next puzzle piece, but um, I I think when we were planning our Project M film that we never finished <laughs> uh, about M. Jewish Dave, I think. My my big idea for it that we of course never like got around to or anything was that MC Random and Jewish Dave were gonna have to save an orphanage. That was like my contribution to the idea of where the story should go. So clearly I had maybe Missing an Action on my mind at the time or something. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what made me think of that. But uh, Anyway, uh, moving on to another puzzle piece. Uh, I'm going to go with Con Air, which I actually just talked about on our Project Wolf Hunting episode. So now I really have to uh, rewatch it for the first time in like 10 years uh, because uh, if I'm using it as a puzzle piece twice in a week. But, um, you know, obviously... In this, it turns out it's just one criminal, dangerous right, criminal, right. that is on board the flight. And you know the trailers made it look like it was going to be more than that, like like there was going to be criminals plural or something. But uh it's just one guy, and then he ends up being like basically the hero. So in a way, it's like an anti-puzzle piece to Con Air. But still, whenever you're you're flying a plane and there's dangerous criminals on board, it doesn't end well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah um that that was the other thing that is, is it is very interesting is that there's only 14 people on the plane one of them is a criminal um I, yeah. <laughs> your numbers aren't aren't that good and they're definitely gonna be standing no. out uh, to the other passengers when like you know you're you're one of the uh <laughs> the other 14 <laughs> um yeah yeah conair i it's a movie i i actually haven't seen since uh i saw it at the theater um i, I yeah i did really enjoy that movie. That is one that I need to rewatch as well. Uh, I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't even have that down on
0: my uh, list here, but, uh, y- we, we should do a, we should do me, you and Ryan Darty. We should do a breaking it apart on Conair. <laughs> I, I feel like, cause that's, that's a movie that's come up on this podcast a lot as a puzzle piece. I feel like that could be one worth doing. Hey, that sounds one good one. to me. <laughs> yeah. Let's do yeah. that. A nice reunion. <laughs> right. <three> <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. Uh, what do you have for your next piece?
1: Um, I'm going to go back to the airplane movies that kind of, we were talking about. I'll, th- I'll throw two of these out here. Uh, these are more recent. Uh, one of them is the uh, AJ Devin uh, runway 34, which uh, that one actually came out last year on uh, prime video. Um, believe it was tagged as an Amazon Amazon original. That's one where, based on a true story, um, it is a um, pilot that uh, he's a he's a little bit questionable, um, kind of like Denzel's character, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. what what is what is he into in his personal life? Uh, but he's a great sure. uh, pilot, and um, he his plane gets diverted uh, due to bad weather. But due to a mistake by, you know, somebody back at whoever was telling them what to do, he actually diverts to even worse weather. And so he has to uh, land the plane um, basically with no visual whatsoever. Uh, And he Hmm. somehow is able to do this. Of course, there's this big hearing and all of this stuff about his uh you know intentions and his uh digging up his his personal life and and whatnot so it's again it's one of those like a flight where it's kind of a courtroom drama with the um emergency landing uh kind of cutting back and forth um the other one was the uh 7500 or seven five zero zero the uh
0: 75 yeah. yeah i thought about that one too i didn't put it on my list yeah the joseph, yeah,
1: joseph gordon levitt um movie which was also based on a true story i'm pretty sure about the mm-hmm. uh, terrorists and he's like ends up landing the plane basically he's like injured uh he's Lands the plane with like him guiding the terrorists, helping him. Um, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. uh, that one was just a couple of years ago. Another uh, Amazon Prime movie. Um, that yeah. that one um is just basically you're in the cockpit the whole movie. Uh, but sure. uh, it it still works pretty well because it's 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 pretty you know intense. Um, I I just find it interesting though that the the different Types of movies and similar, you know, similar but different movies that you can actually do in regards to that small little area <laughs> of where the yeah. the uh, pilots of uh, planes actually sit. Um, and uh, that one though is is a is a recommended uh, as well as the uh, runway thirty four. I think uh, both of those are are fantastic movies. Completely different than this because they're they're more. Uh, More drama, but they're also very intense. That moment, though, where he does land the plane and then also, well, lands the plane again later in the movie. (laughs) There are some (laughs) elements definitely that uh, basically they fit together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I had thought of 7,500. That is a very intense, like, single location type movie. And, of course, this, like, breaks out into multiple, you know, we go out into the jungle and all that and the camp and everything. But, uh, but yeah, just the, the intensity of the flight sequence. And uh, so, yeah, definitely that, that fits in there. And I hadn't even heard of Runway 34. Um, I might have to check that one out. A.J. Devin, I think
1: that's how you say his name. He is fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's he, to me, he's he's kind of like the Indian Gerard Butler. Um, okay. Anything he does, I I I I keep on the lookout for. He's great actor and also director. Uh, this I believe was his second movie to direct. Uh, his first movie, absolutely fantastic. Is when I've been wanting to do an episode with you uh chav- cheva chevai i not oh yeah, yeah yeah fantastic movie but uh yeah no he he's very much the like i said the the Indian Gerard Butler is uh how i seem very just charismatic and also um I think he's about you know around the same age i mean people talk about movie stars like they've gotta be young or something i mean gerard butler he's he's fifty. Uh, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, I, I think he, seem, 50, 50, he seems 51? about 50. I mean, yeah. And yeah. he's like, he could pull off action star. I mean, I think in, in the 80s, he, he, people didn't talk about things like that. Cause like Chuck Norris, yeah. I mean, like I'm watching that and I'm like, how does how old is Chuck Norris in this? Is he like already like. In his 60s? I mean, uh, he's one of those that kind of always looked old, but
0: uh, yeah. Yeah, well, everybody looked old in 80s movies, so, you know, that's just kind of a thing. But uh, yeah, no, Butler's got got a good decade or two left of uh, action movies, I'm sure. But uh, speaking of older action yep, movie stars, yeah, I'm glad you uh, took I, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I already compared him to Liam Neeson once. I'm going to go with The Grey for my next puzzle piece. Y- you could go with a lot of different Liam Neeson movies, but uh, that one specifically he's crashing in the wilderness and needs to survive. So uh, you know, it seems like the the most accurate uh, you know, comparison to make. Uh, even though it becomes survival against the wilderness itself, and not against a bunch of warlords, um, which is a little different. But, uh, you know, still, you could go with a lot of different Liam Neeson, and it it does feel like like he's. Um, I don't want to say taking a Liam Neeson trajectory because Gerard Butler never really got to be like the big dramatic actor who then switched into action, but you know like we're sitting here talking about about these like older action stars which isn't something you see every day nowadays it was more so back in the day uh they're they're both kind of filling that spot right now
1: yeah like uh, charlton heston which I, I brought up earlier you know he's somebody that you look at his movies which uh i recently rewatched uh, omega man i'm he's another one you know he he looked like he was like in his sixties, probably when he was twenty, so I can never tell yeah. his age, like how old he is in what movie. But um, I, I, I thought you were going somewhere else with that whole uh, oh. aged action star. But uh, yeah, I guess um, mm. maybe I'll bring it up for my next piece. But um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious I, now I, which which I, one you thought I was going to. Okay, go with. we're talking about Gerard Butler. We had just mm-hmm. brought up Nicolas Cage. And and mm-hmm. and there's somebody else who, when you say movie star, especially this past year.
0: <laughs> uh-uh. You're taking this in the wrong direction, Chad. Tom Cruise. This man, this man does Cruise. not age. He does not age. I don't know what you're talking about. He still not, looks like he's not, 35. Not, not
1: only Top Gun Maverick, which to me, Top Gun Maverick takes a piece from that movie that he did where he was the drug smuggler, and I can't even think of the name of that movie. Um, I saw it with you at the theater. But you could think of every
0: Tom Tom Cruise movie name. (laughs) No, American Made. Yeah, that is the one, American Made. Was
1: was not there a scene in there where they had a short runway and weren't going to make it, and they had to dump some stuff out, and then they ended up making it at the last, like,
0: second? That that sounds right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds like a Tom Cruise movie. Well, like
1: well like you know in in plane they had the where you know short runway not going to make it and then they ended up like cutting a guy in half. And then of course uh, when they land it was really like you know not going to stop and stops at the last second. Um Top mm. Gun Maverick uh they had the the issue of the very close uh runway that uh they course it's tom cruise so he ends up pulling it off uh of course when i when i watched top gun maverick i instantly thought of uh, that american made movie even though i couldn't remember the name of it uh i was yeah. like hey this is another tom cruise movie i thought at that point american made i thought tom cruise was kind of segueing back into his um his drama uh You know, because he's a great uh, dramatic actor. He really is. And I thought that was going to be his segue from action star to, you know, okay, I'm getting old. uh, And that movie to me looked like a PE teacher. I was like, man, he's really getting old. But he turned things around from there, became an even bigger action Mm -hmm. star. It's
0: insane. That's right. (laughs) I, th- I think he's got. I think he's got the the next two Mission Impossible's and that outer space movie he's supposedly making. After that, I think maybe he'll get back to his dramatic acting. We'll see.
1: But somebody like Tom Cruise being able to 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 still make movies like Top Gun Maverick, yeah, I mean that 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 just uh, speaks to what we're saying about somebody like Gerard Butler being able to continue being you know an action star. Uh, but, you know, maybe not in in Disney or. Or dc movies but uh you know in 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 movies that he's producing which he produces everything that he's in uh which is something that is hilarious that they always put on the posters and the the dvds uh from the producers of greenland dens and den of thieves and cop shop and i'm like he produces everything he's in so it's (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> from me exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. with a speech from, bubble over his face on from the gerard from butler me.
1: starring gerard butler <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean he he's a uh you know he, he's an industry into himself right just like tom cruise you're you're right you're right uh he he yeah no i of course of course maverick was on my list as well yeah. by the way uh you know especially uh especially with the year uh that that movie has had over right. the last year. So well, I will go with uh speaking of action stars, I'm going to get one more comparison in here. Uh you know, I I feel like we we've talked about like the the has fallen movies and and Greenland and like how we're just giving Gerard Butler fans more Gerard Butler. Um I felt in a way it's kind of like with the John Wick series how we're giving Keanu Reeves fans Exactly what they want. Just more of Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves and just kicking ass. And uh, those movies have just gotten progressively more and more ridiculous. And that's what I love about them. And I feel like that's kind of what we're getting here. We're getting Gerard Butler just kind of folding in on itself and just being the Gerard Butler show. Uh, in a way that the the John Wick movies feel like with Keanu Reeves. So, so that's my next puzzle piece.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. I, I, I see that. Uh, and of course you'd bring up John Wick. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. I know I, your favorite. Not, not a, not a fan of those movies at all. I know I, I stopped watching them after two because, uh, yeah, no, it's not, it's not for me. And three is my favorite one. Yeah, it's Three's not, it's not, one. it's not for me. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I, you know, I hadn't seen three and, you know, don't plan to see four. Um, but what what you're saying reminds me a lot about, you know, what Nick Cage is doing. Funny bringing this back to Conair. Um, and that's really what I feel like Gerard Butler kind of is doing. Uh, he's going in that Nicolas Cage route, uh, where eventually we're going to get a Gerard Butler movie where he's playing Gerard Butler, I, I feel like, oh. you know, like the, the the massive weight movie of uh, Nick Cage. Yeah,
0: <laughs> so, that would that would actually be pretty fun if that happened, <laughs> if we got a movie like that.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, 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 I'm curious if they do a sequel to Plane. Um, of course, it might be a little silly to be Plane 2 and still have it to be about planes, but I don't know. Um, other yeah. people have joked and said, you know, we can go with bus next, um uh, yes. car. Um, <laughs> I, I yes. say yeah. you could go with a uh, train automobile. I mean, there's lots yeah. of different options. There you go.
0: That's, it's a nice little cinematic. You for you. <laughs> I like it. So I've only got one more puzzle piece. Uh, what, what else do you got? I
1: got a, a handful here. I mean, a couple of these I can just, uh, just go through but uh going back to the e- entitled americans that uh are not even thankful that they you know were like uh saved it it remind me of movies where you know the stupid entitled americans go somewhere that they shouldn't be going now this movie doesn't do that quite because they didn't intend to go to this island but um the movie green Inferno is an example of uh, <laughs> dumb, naive, entitled, uh, college kids going somewhere that they shouldn't have gone and then getting into mm. trouble with the people that live in the jungle, uh, and getting captured. Um, Gr- green Inferno is, is, is one of my favorite, uh, Eli Roth movies. Um, I love when he does the entitled Americans going somewhere and basically getting, uh, butchered, uh, and, uh, this one um, also involves a plane crash, so I was like, "Yes, this one's this one's perfect." Uh, also, yeah. the the kind of uh, racist, uh, <laughs> you know, villain archetypes. It, um, their
0: caricature is a hundred percent.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You we see less of that in the, uh, nowadays than we did in the eighties. Um, of course, uh, that was. Uh, part of the thing with Green Inferno is that it was wanting to be like these uh, seventies and eighties cannibal movies. Um, And so we don't really see those archetypes of the uh, cannibal villains like them, these, you know, these native people that just like live out there and who knows where. Um, And we don't really see a lot of those uh, terrorists uh, like, you know, was in every movie in the 80s and 90s
0: yeah sure i mean look at look at the other end of that is top gun maverick with just not even naming the country and like you never even see any of the bad guys really
1: yeah no that that one is, it, <laughs> it it it, it kind of takes a page from like star wars almost it's like i mean it could <laughs> be another planet i mean seriously it's just
0: like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> That's that's why it rules. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Green Inferno, uh, interesting piece. Interesting well, piece. Well, well I since I like you it. said that,
1: I just wanted to say that for me, my money, plain, I, I do enjoy more than Top Gun Maverick. So just wanted to. Put that yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, though, because uh, a couple of other pieces came to mind. One is Snatched uh the amy Sh- uh, schumer movie which was one of those where it was like these you know kind of racist terrorists uh, kidnap the people and then it's kind of a quasi action movie i wanted more action i wanted i think in uh, snatched i wanted this plane i wanted one of those fight scenes with like amy schumer and one of the terrorists uh like gerard butler yeah sure has. uh
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, it, def- it definitely didn't do enough of either thing yeah. of being funny or of the action I, like it needed a little more of both. I, but... I
1: I enjoy that movie. It's not what I expected or not what I wanted, but I do enjoy that. I do own that movie. Um, another yeah. one I own that I enjoy, but I don't think anybody else on the planet does. That's the mountain between us um, about oh, the, yeah. the, the plane crash. Uh, of course, with it, uh, the flight gets canceled. Um, because of weather. And of course these, uh, two stupid Americans, um, they take it upon themselves to find somebody to fly a, you know, little plane, uh, to where they want to go because they have to get there. And of course Mm. that plane goes down. Uh, and then, so it's just them and a dog stuck in the middle of nowhere. And they go through this, like, you know, whole ordeal of surviving, um, but I love that movie and the end of that movie, I, I tear up watching it. I remember I saw it at the theater and then, uh, when it came out on Blu-ray, I bought it and I made, um, Melanie watch it and it gets to the end and she's like, are you crying over this? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like this is so good. And I, I know at that point, nobody else thought what I did about nice. that movie.
0: Mm -hmm. well at least somebody likes it right that's (laughs) that's what's important oh man my last puzzle piece uh you kicked it off with something that wasn't a movie so i'm gonna end it with something that's not a movie uh i'm gonna go with the the idea of clapping for the pilot when you land as a puzzle piece (laughs) here (laughs) because i think that's something that uh is the impetus of this movie of like you know when you clap for the pilot when you land for no good reason i mean they're they're just flying the plane that's what they're supposed to do but it seems like people do it a lot of the time uh what if there was really a reason for everybody to be clapping so uh, let's make a movie of that and so uh that's my last puzzle piece here well
1: they didn't clap the first time he landed it so he had to no, because they're assholes he had to land it
0: again (laughs)
1: <laughs> in order for them to clap, yeah. I
0: mean, this guy—that Yeah, that was pretty impressive. But can you do it again? And, and, and that's, this that's time, what they shot, were thinking
1: Okay, you're going to be shocked. Yeah. We want you to land it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've we've uh, definitely established that the people on this flight yeah. suck. So I'm surprised uh, they weren't. I mean, you still, you still have to you have to save yeah. them, but they still suck. So, su- you
1: know, I'm surprised they weren't mad after the second landing. Just like ah, oh, you ruined our flight. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him one star on the
0: rating They're just like, yeah, Terrible. I'm sure I'm sure they did especially that one dude But uh, alright I'm going to read down the finished puzzle list here and we'll get into some closing thoughts but uh, we talked about that uh, motion simulator airplane crash ride that you dreamed up uh, and, and then we talked about Sully Flight Airport 1975 Rambo First Blood Part 2 Missing in Action Con Air, runway 34 and 7500, the gray Top Gun Maverick and American Maid, John Wick, Green Inferno snatched the mountain between us and clapping for the pilot when you land a plane. Yeah, lots of airplanes, lots of uh, lots of lots of pilots saving the day in a lot of these uh, these movies. That seems to be the uh, the thing that kind of ties it all together, I think.
1: Well, and and a shout out to uh Jason Harris who said Defy Bloods. Um, I would have thought of that when yeah. he had said it. So I was like, eh, I'm not gonna bring that up because that was already touched on. Yeah. But yeah, no, that that um it, it fits in here too. A great movie. So yeah. anytime you can mention a great movie, might as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um any other any other closing thoughts? Anything we didn't quite get to? Um the one thing was
1: um the last movie we saw from this director was uh, Bloodfather, the Mel Gibson right, movie.
0: Right, right, Mel Gibson.
1: And and yeah. and just the the similarities with these two movies, I'm I'm thinking he has some unresolved issues with his daughter, I think, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and this one it it's like there when it doesn't even need to be, like it's mm-hmm. like it, 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 the he feels really bad i guess about not being there for his daughter and it's just kind of more read between the lines i mean it's just kind of tacked on at the beginning and the end whereas bloodfather yeah. you know it's this uh, redemption of uh this dad for never being there um and i'm just like
0: Something going on there with the director and his daughter. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it it could be. I mean, i I almost looked at it as like they forgot to give the pilot any kind of like you know backstory, and like at last minute they just went in and said, "Oh, let's throw in a, a father daughter uh, side story that we're never going to bother to resolve." Really, <laughs> um, like like I feel like they just kind of threw that in there just to kind of. Pat it out a little well, bit, but um... well, and they,
1: they, and they may be thinking ahead. Okay, they may be thinking ahead to sequel oh. because Mission in Action Three oh, okay. brings in a wife that he thought was dead, and that's why he goes back. That's who he goes back to save. Not only does he have this wife, he has a kid he didn't know about, who's twelve years old now. <laughs> and so I'm like, maybe, maybe he, maybe in a sequel. The wife is actually alive somewhere maybe terrorists have her and he has to go back uh, with the daughter to save the wife or something or i don't know i mean um may, maybe the daughter is just there for uh you know a tie-in to the sequel
0: but i'm down for that Let, let's <laughs> let's make that movie i i'm excited i am definitely excited chad is there another movie you watched recently like to recommend to our listeners
1: uh yeah tons of them but uh i i'll i'll, I'll keep it short um i'll go with a little movie kind of getting a little bit of buzz uh skinnamarink um man Mm, that that's never never have i had a a movie watching experience in a theater like i did with that movie it's just it's like nothing you've seen before like i mean speaking of dreams that (laughs) it, it yeah. it's very much uh like a like a dream that you want to wake up from um i mean it really it it taps into nightmare from a child's perspective so well um yeah. it, uh it's just dark and grainy and spooky and there's no story and uh i think the best way to see it is in a theater so that there are no other distractions And it it, it just, for me, it really pulled me in. And when that happens, that movie is just setting you up for some sort of uh, like scare that is something really, really simple and silly that should not be scaring you. But uh, it's part of uh, giving yourself to the movie and getting inside that world uh, and, and just remembering what it's like to be a kid and being scared of like the dark and shadows and, uh, you know, flight simulate, wait, no wrong movie. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's great. I actually saw these in a, I, I went back to back, uh, double feature. Cause I was like, uh, nice. I, you know, want to start the year off going to the theater and playing. And then I was like, wait, Skinner rank is playing. I'm like, I got to see that, too. So I saw plane. I loved it. Then uh, walked over, uh, watched Skiddamerink, and I loved it, too. So I had a fantastic Friday the 13th at the theater.
0: Hell, yeah. That's the way to kick off the year for sure. Well, uh, Chad, as always, it's great having you here. Anything you want to plug before we close up no
1: i mean people can find me on twitter i mean if they if they don't uh like zach snyder they probably shouldn't follow me but uh it's it's (laughs) Staffel. i'm on letterboxd all that stuff and uh you know always in the uh, popcorn and puzzle pieces facebook group uh annoying people there with the
0: zach snyder posts so uh yeah absolutely (laughs) well chad as always thanks for being here and uh, i look forward to next time all right
1: Years we've covered in past seasons include 1994, 2003,
0: 1977, and 1984. And we've got all of film history to look forward to. So check us out at awesomemovieyear.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation about Plane. Thanks to Chad Clinton Freeman for joining me on that one. And thank you to all you for listening. If you're enjoying what we do here on Piecing It Together, make sure you're subscribed, of course, wherever it is that you're listening. And uh, if there's a five-star button, we'd really appreciate it if you drop those ratings. They help make sure the show gets seen and heard by more people. So uh, five stars and a little one- or two-sentence review would be really nice and helpful. So. Thank you in advance. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And don't forget about that produced by David Rose Patreon, where you can find bonus and advanced content from Piecing It Together, Awesome Movie Year, and My Music Career. And you can find the last episode I recorded with Chad on Black Adam, which will I don't know. I guess I'm saving it for a rainy day at this point, since the film's out on streaming and Blu-ray and all that stuff, and I just never found a spot to put it. But eh, we'll put it out at some point. Uh, so let's close this out with a piece of music, as we always do. And a plane crash movie. It seems like a good time to play "Free Fall" from my album "Head Like Fire." This will be a good fit. So yeah, this is uh, this is a song called "Free Fall." It was actually the uh, theme for the bird road podcast which we don't really do anymore but could come back at any time we've had lots of uh, hiatuses on that podcast uh so who knows you never know but uh the album head like fire is available on streaming as well as my most recent album more content so check out all my music hope you enjoy the track and we'll be back with more piecing it together real soon mm-hmm.